This is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud in depth. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me in check. In front beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. God bless you, family. Praise the Lord. My name is Brother Greg. This is Solid Talk, speaking out loud in depth. God is good. He is worthy to be praised. Took me a little while to get that out. Y'all saw it. Y'all heard me say I had my fish dinner, but God is amazing. We're going to get into this series that we are continuing in. It's only seven parts and we're at part six. So we about to round this out right at the end of the year. And I'm excited about that. Like I told you, I really just want to shoot the breeze. If somebody want to come in and hijack this conversation and talk about something else, I'm going to give you free reign to do it. Put your discussion question out there. God bless you, B. God bless you, Mr. Rogers. God bless you, chosen to be healed by God. God is amazing. Dallas, Texas is in the building. (laughs) Glory to God in the highest. Man. Continuing on in this series, we do need to do the series. (laughs) I just want to hang out, but we're going to continue. We're going to talk today about business, business and our culture, business as far as spiritual implications. What does it mean? Now, the age old saying is if you want to know anything about anything, if you want to figure out what's really going on, what you need to do is you need to follow the money. And what the scripture says is the love of money is the root of all evil. Now, that's not to be confused with how people misrepresent that. Some people say money is the root of all evil. The Bible doesn't say that. The Bible actually says money answereth all things. What it says is the love of money is the root of all evil. And when you're talking business, you're talking money. But thinking about what the scripture really means, When it says the love of money is the root of all evil, we got to ask the question, what actually is money? Because money is really nothing more than a representation of something, right? Because money is nothing more than a sheet of paper, right? It's just printed off paper with ink on it. You put some old white man's face on it. You paint it green and you call it money. We could call this money if we wanted to. But we haven't applied any value to it. So the money doesn't get any value until it represents something. And ideally, what currency is supposed to represent is supposed to represent some sort of value, some sort of value that's been added, some sort of value that you've contributed. And you're receiving this certificate. Right. To say that I've 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 exhibited I've I've acquired this much of. I've I've applied this much value and I've gotten compensated for it with my certificate. And then what the money represents after you acquire enough value, it makes you valuable, but then it makes you, uh, it makes you valuable. Right. But then it also makes you um, powerful. I'm sorry for that little brain freeze. I just heard my heater come on and I know it's going to annoy me throughout this conversation. I really want to go and cut it off. I know that's super duper unprofessional. I'm trying to debate right now (laughs) if I want to cut it off or if I y'all hang tight, I'm going to cut it off. Time me. It ain't going to be no more than 30 seconds. Watch this. Hold on. Don't start yet. Cause I'm, I'm old. Hold on. All right, go.
All right, boom. Sorry about that, but I'm real particular about my sound. Yeah, I know y'all been watching long enough. I need to brush my hair too, but I care more about my sound than I do my hair. But that being said, let's get back on focus. What does money actually represent? It represents power. It represents wealth. It represents status. It represents influence. And so what we're seeing now in our culture is the money. And y'all got to give me a minute to catch my breath. I had a song called Approaching 40. I made it for a reason. <laughs> um, really, what it is, is business has become so powerful in our culture that a lot of the culture of war is being fought through business. So what you see now is that businesses no longer sell you shoes, sell you a cake, sell you clothes, sell you the sports game. Businesses now have a moral uh, banner that they carry, right? So we saw this really heavy in the last two, three, four, five years, right? Really heavy, especially with the Black Lives Matter stuff. As soon as that happened, Every business that you would subscribe to sent you an email. We support Black Lives, da 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 da. People hanging it up with the signs on the wall. Then you have situations where, you know, it might be something like um, the LGB is another big one that businesses will show their allegiance to. As soon as June rolls around, actually before that now, like all year round now, but especially when June rolls around and it becomes Pride Month. You'll see all of the different businesses. They're going to put up their rainbows and all of that because it's no longer about. Let me be clear. A lot of this is about money because some of them are making a decision that, um, you know, we stand to gain more than we stand to lose by endorsing X, Y, Z. But what you're about to see in a second is that some of them, some of these businesses are actually. Uh, willing to sacrifice, right, a bit of a loss because their culture battle is more important. And you ask the question, well, why would a business be able to do that? We'll go back to what we said in the beginning, that the money equals the power. So if Satan has a configure where America or whatever country is so immersed in commerce, so immersed in uh, commerce is not the word I want consumerism <laughs> glory to the lamb of god so immersed in consumerism right that they've already acquired the power now what he's willing to do through business is he willing to wield the power even potentially at the expense of the money right so you got situations now where for example once roe roe versus wade got overturned there were a lot of companies that came out, businesses that said, you know what, we're going to pay our employees if they need to have an abortion and they're and they work at one of our stores and they're in the state that will potentially ban abortion. Then we're going to pay for them to fly out of state and to get an abortion. They did this almost immediately after that decision was passed. I know Dick Sporting Goods was one. Um, several others were one. There's a few of these companies I just know right off the bat because I mentally banned them in my in my mind. So I don't shop at Dick Sporting Goods. Um, they're too woke. I don't shop at Nike. Even though I got a Nike hoodie on, this was a gift. <laughs> if I got the clothes, I wear them. I'm not that adamant about it. But I haven't bought a pair of Nikes in a few years. 
Um, just just various businesses. I don't support or I don't watch the NFL like that. Um, you know, if somebody got the game on, I'm not going to walk out or anything like that. But the NFL got too woke with the woke stuff. You know, then they had the, the, the commercial NFL is gay. So I'm like, well, the NFL is gay. I'm not gay, so I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Simple as that. Um, but what we find is the businesses see something in the culture, right, where they're now immersing themselves and the businesses are willing to yield their power because a lot of the business now is virtual. It's digital. You look at somebody like Kanye West, uh, like what he said or not, I'm not here to endorse him or to crucify him, but when Kanye West went through what he's been going through, he's been banned on the social media websites. He's been banned. He's uh, one of his banks basically stopped working with him. He's lost his endorsement. So basically what they're saying is we have uh, entangled you so much in our web of consumerism and you have so many things tied up into this world and into this digital age that we live in. That at any drop of the moment, if we want you to go broke, we can make you broke. Now, Kanye ain't regular people broke, but compared to what his net worth was, you know, I use that term. That's what the world says your net worth is. But monetarily, what his network worth was compared to where he's trending, the end game is to make him broke. The end game is for him to not have any sort of... um any sort of status in the marketplace who wants to book Kanye at a show who wants to book Kanye on their uh, radio show a couple people have because he's hot now but it's like whenever he goes on he says something so controversial that you know what I mean it's like after a while people are just going to stop booking him because they're going to they're going to get looked at funny just for booking him so I'm not even talking about what he's talking about I'm just trying to point to you the influence that these people have, you know, business, we have money tied up in banks. You know what I mean? You know that you can't get all your money out the bank at one time if you wanted to, you know, that, well, some people might, I don't know how much money y'all got in the bank, but there's a certain amount of money that you can take out the bank and a certain amount that you can't, right? There's a certain amount of um, money that you can travel with. And if you're traveling with too much money, you're going to get flagged. If I'm not mistaken, I think that man, Dr. Sebi or Dr. CB, have you say his name? He's deceased now, but uh, he was the guy who was a nutritionist. He was a doctor and he advertised that he could heal people through natural means and through diet and through, you know, uh, herbalism, basically. So uh, he, he got arrested for having a certain amount of money more that was his money <laughs> than he was supposed to have. And he eventually died. I'm not sure if he died in custody. I think he did. He was an older man, but it was a little bit suspicious point being, we don't really think about every day, how much of ourselves we have interwoven into this whole thing of business commerce you know what I mean? Consumerism. So what I want to know from y'all tonight, I want to know from y'all, um, how much influence do you think business has in our world today? 
right? And do you think that the power that business has has any spiritual impact? Because what's happening is, as I said, they are aligning themselves with um, moral issues. And in the grand scheme of things, moral issues are ultimately spiritual issues. Abortion is a spiritual issue, right? Drug use is a spiritual issue. All these different type of things are spiritual issues. And these companies, um, we've let them get so big. We've let these companies get so big that... Um, I mean, what are we supposed to do about that? Even in your business, even in your job, what they try to do? They try to issue you mandates. They try to issue ultimatums. They try to issue trainings that you're to do to indoctrinate you into certain ideas. What happened to the days when you could just go to work, do your job and go home? Now, some of these things have, have a place. You know, people need to know how to treat people in the workplace. But when we really look at where this whole thing is heading, um, you know, there, there's a spiritual agenda that's happening in the world today. You know, a lot of it is happening through this administration that we have presidentially. You know what I mean? Joe Biden, they, they had an article when Obama was in office, how Obama was the first gay president, not saying he was actually gay. That was just the title of the article to say he supported gay people. But I really think that Biden is trying to like out top him. I think Biden might actually really be gay <laughs> because this man is um, making all sorts of laws uh, as if this is his number one priority. So who knows what's really going on? You know what I mean? In this culture today. But it's not the money that's the root of all evil. It's the love of money. And really the love of money is the love of power and respect, right? And control because money equals food on people's table. Food on people's table equals their livelihood. So really when you're talking about the money, we're talking about control. You know, I had a neighbor, actually he's not my neighbor. Let me, let me be technical about what I'm saying. There's a house beside me that's vacant. This house has been vacant for at least, I've been in what, 12, when I'm, I moved in 2010, I've been here at least 12 years or about 12 years. And um, for at least about five to seven of these years, this house has been empty. Now, the guy who owns the house, I didn't meet him until a few years ago, but it got so bad that he stopped taking care of the house and he was just letting the grass grow, right? Letting the grass grow, letting the grass grow. And I actually uh, called 311 to tell them that to report tall grass. They didn't do anything about it right away. Then I like called them again later on down the line. They ain't really do nothing. Then I sent them an email with the pictures, right? And when I sent the pictures, finally one day somebody came and they, uh, cut the grass so i kind of thought the dude might have been cutting the grass because at this point i didn't know who owned the house but it was like a whole crew of maybe about five to six guys out there cutting the grass right and um later on down the line i met the guy i, I met the guy because he started doing work on the house and we actually developed a, a pretty good rapport and then i overheard him talking to somebody else saying that he had gotten fined twenty five hundred dollars 
because of the tall grass. And then I felt a little bit like phony <laughs> because I didn't know he got fined. I thought he was the one that had the crew cut the grass, but the county had him cut the grass and he got the fine of $2,500, right? I'm going somewhere with the story, by the way. So time passes, time passes. Then all of a sudden, where my phone at? My phone ain't even down here. Then all of a sudden, uh, somebody kicked in the door. And I guess they kicked in the door so they could stay there, right? Because that house has had squatters before. Now, he called me, asked me if I saw anything. I didn't see anything. And he was like, all right, I'm going to get it fixed this weekend. About a month and a half goes by. He has not touched the door. The door has just been open, which is a hazard to me. What happens next is I call 311 again, and now I really feel like a snitch because I'm like, now I know the dude personally, but at the same time, this man like 60 years old and he's not taking care of his property. So what am I supposed to do? So they issue him a citation and he fixed the door that weekend because they were going to charge him $5,000 for an open obstruction and for, um, for debris. So uh, I watched after he fixed the door, this woman come from the county. She was probably about 120 pounds. And she came and she took the pictures and she was inspecting everything. <laughs> and, um, and when I saw that, it really made me think about authority. Because the authority that that woman was carrying, as is she 100, 120, 150 pounds, whatever, she was a representation of the county taking taking food off of his plate, basically money. And so my point is, when you have the money, you have the power to be able to will decisions. You have the power to be able to influence how people do something, when they do it, how timely they do it, how they do it. And that's why people are seeking after the money, right? Now, we who are in the kingdom, we know that promotion is not from the east, the west, or the south. Promotion is from the Lord, right? And every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights, in whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. So we know where our help comes from. And the way we combat this is we cannot bow to the systems of this world. One of the biggest systems being business, we can't bow to it. Right. We can't be controlled by the, manip the manipulation of whether these, these businesses are going to try to take food off of your table or not. Because if we do that, what it's saying is we believe that our food comes from the world and not from God. OK. Now, here's the thing about business. It doesn't mean that you don't exercise any wisdom because the scripture says that the children of this world are wiser than the children of the kingdom. And when that scripture was referenced in context, what Jesus was talking about, he said, make friendship with the unrighteous mammon. The unrighteous mammon or unrighteous money basically means uh, worldly people. You can do business with them and develop connections and make relationships with them. Because they're wise about how this world navigates. So it's a, there's a line that we have to walk, right, to know when am I to uh, exercise wisdom and collaborate with the unrighteous mammon, like Jesus said, 
And when do I know that I'm not to bow the knee or bow to this golden calf that somebody is presenting me, whatever that calf may be? This is something that we got to think about a little bit. I think about this in terms of business. Another case recently, there was a woman who owns a. Uh, she owns she, what she does is she makes websites, right? And there was a gay couple or LGBT couple that wanted her to make a website for her. I think they were getting married, right? And she, as a believer, I need to pull this article up, make sure I'm not butchering it, butchering it. She, as a believer, she said, I can't do that website for you because it goes against my beliefs. Now, what's happening is this case is escalated in the courts. So now the courts are to make a decision about whether it was justified for this lady to hold to her religious beliefs and not make this particular website for this gay couple getting married or if she has allegedly uh, discriminated against them because they're uh, LGBT and they're a gay couple and they're getting married. Her argument is I'm not discriminating, quote unquote, against them because they're gay. It can be a gay person. And if they want me to make a website about how they have a dog sitting company or they want me to make a website about how they sell diamond earrings or they want me to make a website about anything else. It's not about the person. It's about the actual action that goes against her beliefs as a follower of Christ. But what's happening now, and it's the same thing we saw with the, uh, the bakery people who were baking the cakes. They wanted a, a, a gay couple. This was a few several years ago. A gay couple wanted a cake made. They didn't want to put it up there. And then it escalated. So we see the same pattern happening over and over and over again. But what's, what's happening now, the way the enemy is trying to cause this to play out now, is he's playing the word game. So he's changing the definition of things. So recently, Joe Biden actually passed uh, or he signed this um, this law about marriage. Uh, I think it's called. I'm going I'm to butcher it. Basically, it's a bill for same sex marriage rights. It's called the Respect for Marriage Act. And to make it simple, it basically treats a marriage of a man and a man and a man and a woman, the same that it treats a marriage as a man and a woman, right? It just, that's what it does. It basically signs off and puts into law. The definition of marriage is no longer just a man and a woman nationwide, right? So that's one strategy that they're doing. Another strategy recently is that the dictionary, and this is a, this is a little bit different, but it's on the same lines. The dictionary recently changed the definition of a man and a woman. Cambridge Dictionary, right, which is supposed to be a prestigious uh, dictionary. We can read a little bit of this article just to see what happened so I can make sure I'm telling you all the right stuff. But basically... This article says Cambridge Dictionary's definitions for man and woman now include trans people, 
So you see this trans flag here. If you ever see this pink and blue pastel flag, that's that. It says the Cambridge Dictionary recently updated its entries for for man and woman to include transgender people. The latest dictionary to broaden its lexicon to reflect evolving language around gender. And notice man talks often about evolution, right? Um, a lot of people in the world believe that we stem from monkeys. <laughs> As I heard Pastor Price say one time, you might look like a monkey, but you don't come from a monkey. <laughs> but nonetheless, right, um, that's what the world likes to advocate, this theory of evolution. Notice how they always have to call it a theory of evolution. Uh, we'll see how long that lasts, because as I say, stated years ago, World War III is a war of words, and we see this playing out real time today. It says the spokesperson for the Cambridge Dictionary told CNN that the updates went into effect in October, but the move seemed to, be, to go largely unnoticed until this week when the dictionary's expanded definition of woman garnered backlash from conservative commentators on social media and was subsequently covered by right-leaning media outlets. While the Cambridge Dictionary's primary definition for woman remains, quote, an adult female human being, a second definition refers to, quote, an adult who lives and identifies as female, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. Similarly, the British reference guide defines man as an adult male human being and also an adult who lives and identifies as male, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. Now, this might seem insignificant, um, but... Uh, the dictionary is very important because the dictionary serves as an authority, right? Now we know God is the final authority on every matter, but the dictionary, as far as man is concerned, when you, when you want to prove a point, when you want to deal with a legal matter, when you want to uh, basically go about life, one of the things that we cite is the dictionary. Somehow the devil has been able to manipulate the dictionary. The first thing he did was he added words. Now he's revising words. Because the end game, right, is to have a perverse world. Perverse meaning the complete opposite of what God envisioned. The reason why he likes he being the devil, the reason why he likes all this like confusion and the, the opposite and the man is a woman and the woman is a man. He likes that because it's a slap in the face to God. God created everything and saw that it was good. God created man in his own image. And he saw that man was good. Right. So when he sees that, he says, man, this is the very image of God. This is like his prized possession. You ever, you know, some people, they might have, you might have, uh, you might be a chef and there's a lot of stuff that you make, a lot of stuff that you cook, but you got a signature dish. And when God created man, this was like his signature dish because he was created in his image. And then God blew breath into man's nostrils 
and he became a living soul. So when the devil is able to twist man and pervert him and confuse him, that's his way of saying, I'm slapping you in the face. Now, he knows that he's already defeated. Because the scripture says that hell was created for the devil and his and his angels. But unfortunately, it says that hell enlarges itself every day to accommodate men who are not choosing Jesus Christ. So what we're dealing with now is an epidemic of perversion. The word simply means to twist or it means to use something outside of its intended use. So we're dealing with these issues um, very meticulously. It's like, it's uh, you, you ever heard that expression, death by a thousand cuts? Societal-wise, it's death by a thousand cuts. And so what the devil is willing to do now through business is he's willing to um, break a few eggs to make an omelet, meaning that he knows certain companies and they and we've seen this a lot in sports. Right. There's a lot of people that just when sports was just going crazy, the leagues were going crazy with the propaganda. The players were going crazy with the propaganda. A lot of folks just cut out sports like I stopped watching the NBA. I stopped watching the NFL. It's not that I don't want to watch them. I like I, I would love on Sundays, just like the good old days, to just cut on the game. You know what I mean? I used to be an NFL fanatic like a lot of guys in this country. My thing mostly was fantasy football because I used to play that for money and also get sports gambling. I used to gamble online for money. But, um, you know, even as a pastime, I like to sit down and watch the game. You know, it's something people do. It's something people have, have folks over. You invite your friends over to watch the game. You really just want to hang out with your friends, but you put the game on. But, it's, and, and I'll go over to somebody's house to do that. You know, I watch it at Thanksgiving and all that. It ain't no big deal. Like I said, I'm not going to be a stickler. But he he has lost money in these leagues because of the propaganda. But he's made a decision that the propaganda is more powerful or more important, rather, than me taking this small loss. Why? Because we've indulged so much in consumerism that the companies are so big that they almost cannot fail. Nobody really trusts the mainstream media anymore. Nobody really pays attention to the mainstream media like that. But the mainstream media doesn't go away because it's a machine. It's a machine. It has an infrastructure. There are still people who watch it. I'm not saying it's completely irrelevant, you know, but but. The younger the generation, the less they pay attention to it. But he's getting them through other means. He's getting them even through the alternative media, right? He's getting them through the music, getting them through the media. And then he's using the mainstream media, which is a business, to propagate the things he wants propagated. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to take a little pause for the cause, go to the comments, see if folks got anything to say about any of this. God bless everybody that's joining in. God is amazing. Uh, oh, see, this is why I can't touch my I can't touch nothing for one second. I done messed the whole thing up. Uh, it might be time for me to how to get a new little a new little setup or at least a new cord.
Because this court is so finicky. I don't know what to do. All right. I can't I can't make one false move. <laughs> I cannot make one false move. <laughs> Glory to the Lamb of God. Let's go to some comments. I just actually read the rest of Chosen Be Healed by God. She said, uh, stand in prayer with me that my name be vindicated by God through the power of Christ Jesus. And I come out on top when all is said and done. I will absolutely pray for that sister. Glory to the living God. I will pray for that. God bless you, Sister Kiamra. Sister B, praise Lord. Sister Marsha, God bless you. Okay, here's a question. I just want to make a purchase for my basic needs, and now I have to think about if I'm supporting a demonic principality. Now, here's the thing about it. I I, I agree, obviously, because I'm I'm like low-key boycotting a lot of companies. <laughs> but to be honest with you, like you ain't gotta be like me. I'm just a real, real petty person sometimes. But it's almost unavoidable, right? Um, there's some companies making a valiant effort to provide alternatives, you know, um, but they don't have the infrastructure. It's really up to the consumer to elevate these particular companies. I prefer a country really just remain neutral. You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> just be neutral. That's one thing I liked about Michael Jordan. They got on mic for, uh, not supporting the democratic party when he was a player and he was selling his, uh, he was in the league and stuff like that. And, and, and they wanted him to endorse some mayoral mayoral candidate or some sort of politician. And he made a comment and said, Republicans buy shoes too. And that's because in his mind during that time, as far as business was concerned, business was about maximizing the bottom dollar. But now the way it is, like I said, the infrastructure is there. Um, business is really just about leverage at this point, even at the expense of a few dollars. The dollars, y'all see what's happening with the dollar anyway. Inflation is crazy. Everything is going up. The groceries are going up. Your utilities are going up. Why? Because we printed a bunch of money. It devalued the money. And now all of a sudden we're paying for it on the back end. So it'll be interesting to see how things shake out, especially moving into 2023. You know what I mean? Um, 2023 and beyond. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people who did not make wise decisions. And these people who didn't make wise decisions, they're going to come to you who have been living right, who have uh, purchased your oil who have uh, tried to follow Christ and do the right thing in life, they're going to come to you and try to leech off of you. And I know the scripture says, give to every man that asks and stuff like that. Um, but the thing about it is um, we have to be good stewards, right? And we also have to know when... Um, God is doing something in somebody's life or he's allowing something to happen in somebody's life because we can make the mistake of trying to play God and we try to play God, 
You know what I mean? So, so, so what I'm, what I'm really trying to say is uh, when it gets to the point where people are not going to be able to afford to live, they're going to try to leech off of you. A lot of people are doing it right now. People have bought into these ideas. They bought into the ideas of consumerism. They bought into the ideas of um, not following Christ and practicing temperance and self-control. They bought into the ideas of femi feminism. I don't need a man. They bought into the ideas of I don't need a, a, a wife. You know what I'm saying? They All of these different type of propaganda. And uh, you can go broke trying to save everybody if you want. <laughs> but I might have to be like the person on the, in the book of Acts. I think Peter and uh, John were in front of the temple. The guy asked him for, for some money. He said, hey, look, silver and gold, I have none. But in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. And that guy rose up and walked. So 2023, it might have to be the year of, hey, silver and gold, I have none. Now, here's the thing about it. Now, think about this now for a second. This, the, a couple chapters before that, when the church was being established, the scripture says that everybody in the body of Christ who was in the church came and they sold everything they had and they gave all of the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. So what that means is Peter and John had some money. <laughs> somebody need to catch this. I'm trying to save somebody in 2023. Peter and John had access to a lot of money. They could have said, look, I ain't got it today on me, but we got a lot of money. We can come and bring this to you next week. We can bring, come back tomorrow. You know what I mean? But you know what he told him? He says, silver and gold, I have none. But in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. So if anybody, it ain't none of y'all. Most I'm good. Y'all don't ask me for nothing to, for the most part. So, and y'all good people. I don't mind y'all. And, and you know, the thing about it, the scripture says, uh, I've been young and now I'm old, but I've never seen a righteous forsaking, neither his seed begging bread. And I, I've been thinking about that scripture a little bit. Because I've had some believers ask me for money, and it ain't really no big deal. I don't mind when believers do it. Believers are pretty decent people. They actually pay you back. No, no, no. I take that back. <laughs> I take, um, and, let me say what I was trying to say. I ain't talking about no none of y'all on this channel, first and foremost. Let me let me get that clear. Um uh there's a believer that I know. That off the strength of them being a supposed believer, I loan them something and I've yet to receive a, a red cent, right? But generally speaking, the scripture says, I've I've been young, now I'm old. I've never seen a righteous forsaken, neither see begging bread. And I was thinking about that scripture because it's like, you know, occasionally I'll have a believer as with some money. I said, but you know what? He said, I've never seen them begging bread. Because when you're a believer, you can get into a situation where you need a little bit of help and people will help you because you have exhibit, exhibited so much character, so much support. You've prayed for people. You've given them so much prayer that you don't have to beg. You can just ask. The Bible says, 
ask and ye shall receive seek and ye shall find knock and it shall be open unto you and so because of the 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 clout the the value that you add just as an integral an integral person just as somebody that is a member of the body of Christ you don't have to beg you've never begged you ask and then usually if it's another believer somebody sometimes just somebody from the world they'll they'll give it to you because it's not about the amount of dollars that are in your pocket all the time what it's about is the, the amount of value that you add and it's like it look some people many people add value in different ways they add value in different ways so i mean it's benefits to knowing jesus it's benefits um yeah but i agree with that comment Kiamra says these days are long gone. Those days are long gone. They want us to get down or lay down, but we know Yahweh, so we'll come out on top. Absolutely. We got the victory. Marsha says, yes, it makes me think about Obama and Biden. I'm giving a big side eye. Man, these are, it's, we got to pray for the administration. It takes so much for me to pray for them. Because <laughs> you know they're your enemy, right? This world does not like God. I was reading an article. The article um, was quoting somebody talking about God, and they put God in a little G. And then I read the article. I think it was the same article, another article. I read another article. They capitalized the earth. So I'm like, this, this culture will lowercase g God but then capitalize the earth. Now, I don't know if you're supposed to capitalize the earth or not. Maybe you're supposed to capitalize the earth, but I definitely know that you're supposed to capitalize God. But I knew that that was intentional because I knew that the, the, the newspaper that did it and all that, I know what they stand for. I knew it was intentional. B says, I'm much more aware of where I spend and what I support with my purchase. I am no loyal to brands, and do not shop sales just to say, but only as needed. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody has their principles. Chosen says these folks, political figures that actually get into office on both sides are like the saying, quote, different feather, but the same darn bird. I can agree with that. There's a lot of uh, issues going on um, on both sides. You know what I mean? But if I had to choose the two, y'all know I'm I'm like heavily conservative. She says, I'm looking at so many people nowadays like, hmm, what are you really up to and whose team are you really supporting? I'm even second guessing my own grant, my own grown children. And it's truly sad, brother Greg. Well, you know what? With the children, I'm, I don't have children, so I try not to give too much children advice. But, um, you know, uh just pray it's a faith walk you know what i mean it's a faith walk uh jesus said that he came to bring a sword to separate you know different family members because what he means is your values where you draw a line in the sand is wherever god draws a line in the sand and sometimes god draws that line in the sand if you've done your part or you did the best you could do 
be at peace with that. Pray for them. Love them. If they under 18, still support them. Do your part. Do not return evil for evil. Right. Um, you know, return evil for good or return. You, you get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Do what the Bible say. Right. <laughs> um, but I feel you. Marsha says, I look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Psalm 121 verses one through two. New Living Translation. B says, in the world, we learn to use people and be hypocrites to make gains. In the Lord, we learn to be kind and gentle. We don't take things by force. Absolutely. Here's another scripture. For not from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south come promotion and lifting up. Isaiah 14 and 13. But God is the judge. He puts down one and lifts up another. Psalm 75, 6 through 7. Wow. Marsha says the great reset includes the great edit. Wow. Now tell me a little bit about that, sister, because I've heard of the great reset. And I understand what that is. It's, it's effectively a new social world order, right? Um, oh, 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 you probably were talking about the dictionary. When I was talking about the dictionary earlier, yeah, it's an editing thing because God uses words. Let there be light. There was, there was light, right? And so that's the battle. Wow, the great edit. Just keeps getting worse with businesses turning dark, such as Balenciaga using children in their advertising of sex. That's a great point. I'm glad you brought up Balenciaga. For those who may not be aware, uh, Balenciaga, which is a designer clothing brand, um, recently put out an advertisement where they had some children that were basically in S&M gear or like bondage gear. I don't even know how you would say it, what it's called, but it was like kind of like a little bit uh, sexually charged, kind of like the, the BDSM type stuff. And what happened was, well, I can't even spell Balenciaga. Hold on. <laughs> Y'all be wearing clothes, don't even know how to spell it. What happened was, They had this advertisement for the children. Okay. I'm going to show you this picture, right? It's, it's, it's an unattractive picture. And I'm not trying to exploit these kids or not like that. Hold on real quick. We're going to present this screen. No, no, no. I'm already sharing the screen. My bad. Yeah. So basically what you have is this situation where, um, you got these kids, but these dolls are kind of in this bondage. And then you got these little girl, this little girl and this little, I guess, girl and this thing. And it's crazy. So then something separately happened where there was another thing that Balenciaga issued. I'm not sure if it's going to be in this article. Okay, here it is. Balenciaga. I don't know if I want to do all of this. Hold on real quick. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to show this piece of paper. Okay. Balenciaga did, did a snapshot of this particular 
text. This text is from a court case having to do with child cornography, if you get my drift, right? Um, oh, my bad. Y'all can't see that. Hold on real quick. Uh, it opened up in another window. Give me one second. But basically, um, people caught wind of that. Somebody read, somebody read uh, what was on this paper, and they saw the court case that it stemmed from. And basically, what you have is uh, Balenciaga through this innuendo, through subliminal messaging, and through probably some sort of coded language, some sort of inside joke that they're all in on endorsing child cornography right and so uh it became a scandal and that's a good point that b makes you spend how much money on balenciaga shoes balenciaga clothes a pair of balenciaga shoes costs about twelve hundred dollars right a balenciaga coat who knows how much that costs that's probably like thirty five hundred dollars right cheapest Balenciaga shoes you can get is probably like maybe $600. And you giving all of this money to a company. No idea what they stand for. But do you really need that to see these companies because you look at the 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 um the the fashion shows, the fashion shows, they got the craziest looking models coming out there. The model skinny, the model pale, the model look like they got an attitude problem, look like they've been eating rotten eggs all day, walking down the aisle wearing the craziest getup that you have ever seen. And the thing about the fashion show, the fashion show is never what they sell in the stores, but what it is is it's like, like the 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 artist's creativity and image of like the future, right? So this is. This is what they're seeing 10 years down the line, or this is just how they envision the world or what they really think the world should be fashion wise. Right. It's not the stuff you get in the store. So you see that and they look crazy at the fashion shows. We should already know they crazy. Some of the some of the clothes, clothing brands I thought about, uh, you know, every now and then I want to give me a little design or something. And then I look at it and I, I go to the website. And I look at the models and. You know what I mean? I kind of look at like like some of the clothing, maybe not the clothing I want. And I'm like, I don't know if I want the spirit behind this particular clothing line. This business, it's it's a little bit off. And I know that there's a, cl a Christian clothing brand that is praying to God, Lord, I want to get, I would help my business. And they trying to sell a hoodie for $35, $40 but we go on to Fendi and Balenciaga and Gucci and we want to buy a hoodie that costs $700, right? Um, like I said, business, there's, there is kingdom business. One of the great reasons why we don't, why we may not win as much in this area as we could as believers is because some believers Okay, believers go to the extreme when it comes to business and wealth, mainly wealth. So you got some believers that say, if you too concerned with money, you just ain't following Christ. You're not holy. 
You need to store up your treasures in heaven and not be concerned with anything that's going on in this world as far as money. Then you have other believers that will pervert the gospel and say that the gospel is all about money and prosperity. Somewhere in the middle is the true wisdom of what God wants for us. He wants us to prosper and be in good health. He doesn't want us to be idolaters. And he doesn't want us to be, you know what I'm saying, just not exercising any wisdom at all and just completely just just like not even concerned about nothing. Just like just 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 kill me now, like that type of stuff. God forbid. Um, anyway, I think y'all get what I'm trying to say. But that's a good point you make about Balenciaga. So just imagine you're a Balenciaga person. You done bought all this money. Now you try to figure out what to do with this. You know, you might not wear it. And then you try to sell it. Don't nobody else want to buy it because they got a bad reputation. Or you just keep wearing it and you just <laughs> you just sell out. I don't know what you do in that situation. A lot of people doing that with Kanye West shoes. You know, Kanye had Yeezy. So I saw so one guy burned his Yeezys. Then, then people like, why you burn the Yeezys? You could give them to people in Africa. You know what I mean? Like, you can't win, and you can't win with people. Marsha says, and now people are on alive in themselves over bad financial investments. Get rich or die trying. Man, it's too much rebellion to God's word these days. Yeah, that's pretty much what it boils down to. Uh, here's a comment. Moni says Balenciaga and them are terrible people with they overly prove stuff. Yeah, they're overly priced stuff. Yeah, it's overly priced. You know what I mean? But the vainglory of this world, people want it. People want to be worshipped. People want to be idolized. Moni says they look like they are stomping on roaches as they walk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, y'all having fun tonight <laughs> b says oh what about disney making their kids throw up boards to spell we love you satan god have mercy i didn't see is that the one that um that uh the comedian was on uh tim allen i saw something about that but i didn't catch the full thing i've been like reducing my social media this month so i'm seeing stuff here and there i'm not really as plugged in as i usually am but i think i think i came across that i don't know too much about that but i know disney in general is pretty corrupt um if you want to go get real throwback conspiracy theorists you go back to those old movies a lot of people say there was sexual innuendo in those movies aladdin he blows the dust and then it spells out S-E-X or, you know, I think one of them, uh, maybe it was Aladdin again. <laughs> one of the characters supposed to something that looked like a phallus. Um, all these different type of things with Disney. But more tangible to me is what the child stars go through. The child stars go through that MK Ultra programming. Then they start off innocent. Next thing you know, they're the freakiest thing on this on earth out of nowhere. Then after that, they become crazy, you know, like Britney Spears. What's behind that? 
I think one of these uh, Disney stars committed suicide recently. Um, I forget the guy's name. But who knows? Who knows? Then you got another guy named Twitch or something. He was the DJ on Ellen. I'm to I'm I'm to understand. Apparently he committed suicide. I don't know what's going on with people. What I do know is that people need Jesus Christ. Um, people need a savior. Money says, yeah, I can't stand the overly extreme. They cause too much problems in the church, both of the extremes. Marsha says, I made it a point to wear a lot of faith-based gear. Oh, I made it a point to wear a lot of faith-based gear. <laughs> my bad. However, I'm a sneakerhead. I'm not giving up some of my name brand sneakers. Not unless somebody comes out with a nice pair of faith-based kicks. I don't know why I can't say the word based. I keep saying based, faith-based. Um. I ain't mad at you. I ain't judging you. I ain't mad at none of that. You know what I mean? Because like I said, at the end of the day, you know, a lot of these companies are, are worldly and it's just a matter of time before they give in anyway. So unless you're going to be walking around barefooted in sandals like Jesus himself, you probably going to matter of fact, the sandals you get probably going to sell out eventually. <laughs> so it would be cool if uh, uh, there was like a faith based shoe company. That would be real nice. Um it can happen. It can happen. Um, I'd like to see it happen. There's just a lot of cool shoe companies in general that are not mainstream. I like them. My main concern with the shoe companies or the, or the shoes is that I'd be concerned that their shoes look like somebody else's shoes. So I don't want to buy somebody's shoes and they, they modeled it after Balenciaga and then I then I found out that that Balenciaga got the real ones and I got the fake Balenciaga, like that type of stuff. But if somebody can come out with something original, faith based, and it looks good, I probably buy it. I'm looking for to get into some new companies anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's got to look good, and it's got to be like relatively. I won't even say it's got to be reasonable, but the 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 price has to match the look so if it look good you can charge what you want you know what i'm saying but don't don't give me like you know just i ain't i don't even just don't give me something real real simple and then charge me 300 dollars for it you know what i mean like don't do that to me uh b says i saw it on a video about the children being corrupted and perverted these days i can imagine Moni said, what is that for real with Aladdin? <laughs> you know, and just just the, the, ma the majesty and the sorcery of Disney. I'm not sure if, uh, is Harry Potter, is that Disney? I know there's a lot of witchcraft in that as well. Um, it's a lot of stuff, you know, Pokemon. I don't think they're Disney. You know, and I used to like that little show, but I've heard things like Pokemon is demons. You kind of just got to figure out, you know what I'm saying? Like, just figure out your walk with the Lord. Paul said all things are expedient. Oh, my bad. Paul said all things are lawful unto me, but everything is not expedient. So when it comes to these businesses, that's the type of stuff that we do. Um, Yeah, the guy Twitch. I didn't know that, know that, that uh, person until 
until that happened, unfortunately. But that was unfortunate. You know, I haven't been able to do do my usual digging and figure out what's going on. But I'm gonna I'm gonna just let that one be what it is, unless something something comes up with it. But man, God is good. We just came up on eight o'clock, family. God is amazing. Um, we're going to call this one tonight. I thank y'all for hanging out with me a little bit. Check out my new singles on the Greg Major Music Channel. One is called Approaching 40. Another one is going to be coming out probably, I might premiere it tomorrow or Monday. It's called. It's going to be called Major Flavor Part 2. Um, some of y'all like the first Major Flavor Part 1, so I had to up the ante a little bit. You know, we got to do a sequel, you know, but we got more stuff coming soon. One of the things I want to do at the end of the year is I want to do an end of the year hangout. Um, I do know that uh, the last Saturday of the month is New Year's Eve. So I'm about to figure out if I want to do it that Friday or if I want to do it the regular time, because I'm going to probably be in the house, to be honest with y'all. Or if I want to uh, move it up a little bit earlier, like, you know, five, six four something like that but i think a little hangout might be cool if that's what y'all want to do maybe i'll put something up on the community tab we'll do a poll and you guys can let me know if you want to do an end of the year hangout um there's one last comment from sister camera she says there is a new harry potter wand and it has an actual virtual spell book i was like y'all don't see the devil in this mess these wants and and the spells no red flags for y'all yeah uh, we need discernment in these last days. We need discernment. But yeah, kingdom-wise, we just got to stay focused. Keep your hand to the plow. I believe the Lord is building up a lot of kingdom businesses. We see the clothing lines. We see um, the production companies. You know what I mean? We see all sorts of stuff. I believe movies are coming. There are already Christian movies and stuff like that. But I believe we're going to get some really uh, dynamic movies and music and clothing and whatever else people need for daily living, I believe God is going to do it. And I'm looking forward to it. So listen, family, I thank y'all for hanging out with me a little bit. God is good. He is worthy to be praised. That's all I have in this solid talk. You all take care and be blessed. Culture can't keep me in check And from beginning gotta tell us what's next True believers they can come and connect Call in or even come as a guest And show each other respect I keep it solid I'm dropping knowledge Wisdom understanding just like you done went to college Devil know we working His goal is to try to stop it Helmet of salvation and shield of faith that'll block it Controversial topics Just to keep it honest Truth hit hard just like it's a blunt object Culture living and godless, I can't even call it. We in the last days, Babylon is falling. Don't kill the messenger, I can't mess with ya. Points got a plethora, this life will keep on testing ya. Let's walk and get the best of ya. I'm trying to tell you, bruh, only around the shell we say we're trying to get the rest Speaking of ya. Speaking out loud in depth, cancel culture can't keep me in check. In from beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. 
Spiritual wickedness in high places Trying to cause division with the people and the races Jesus gave commission, say go out to all the nations So we streaming live on television and the stations No, we taking off like asteroids up in the spaces The cross was Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd, we trading places The lost must understand that we cannot be void of graces So we preach it to a generation that is faithless Understand his greatness, ancient of the ages Written on my heart, the red letters of the pages The blood of Jesus covers all my sin and it erases I pleaded and believe it so it covers all my bases Speaking out loud in depth, cancel culture can't keep me in check And from beginning gotta tell us what's next True believers they can come and connect Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect Try and keep my sanity amongst calamity Social media nothing more than narcissistic vanity PC culture on a mission and they try to cancel me But I know Jesus gonna keep me covered like a canopy Blood give me amnesty, no I can't handle me Not where I wanna be, but best believe I plan to be Flesh wrestle against the spirit, main event and slambery So I need him every day, this daily, weekly, annually Iron sharp as iron, so I'm strengthened by my brethren We may not meet down here, but guarantee the link in heaven The born again and righteous are the ones he's gonna let in Let's keep the faith and be amongst the saints when they step in